wait, what? Somebody put my songs on Genius? Oh, that's awesome. And so I go on Genius and I look up the song. All of the lyrics are wrong. And this guy put like mad, like hate comments on like the annotations here. Rico is stupid enough to forget that he's going on to the second verse. So he just says that he's going on to the second verse. So I go up to him, I grab his shirt collar and I pick him up by his shirt and I say, what is up, everyone? This is Rohan from After The Edit, giving you a little bit of information about our guest today. Our guest today is Rico, who's a rapper who's been rapping since around 2018, and now has not only continued to rap, but also expanded into singing and script writing and acting. He is a one-man show. You cannot box him in. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about how he got from where he started to, to where he is now, how he continued to branch out, and how he didn't let people stop him. One last thing, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up, everyone? Uh, Unbreakable. Uh, Become Unbreakable. And in this podcast, if y'all know, we're trying to talk about the mental strategies that help people become unbreakable. Today, we have Rico, who is someone I'm inspired by because they are, they, he is able to get through his obstacles and not box himself in. So mainly the reason I, I wanted to get you on this podcast, Rico, and I didn't even tell you this, is because... One thing you you didn't even tell me. So I met with your friend, Evan. I met with your friend, mm-hmm. Evan, in person. Uh, yeah. I've never actually met Rico. Rico and I have done an album together, but I've met with his friend, Evan. And he told me something that just was super interesting to me, which was this idea that uh, Rico was like bullied in school for his music. Like people made fun of him on the bus rides or something. And I was just like, why did this guy never talk to me about this? Like he barely mentioned it. He just gets through that stuff. But... Like, I, I know, like, you know, I, people didn't really support my music in high school, but to get, like, bullied for it is a whole different thing. I, I wanted to just hear about a little bit. I wanted to hear a little bit about your situation. Just how was that like? Like, what happened? Like, how were you, like, how do people make fun of you? Like, how were you clowned? And how did that feel? Yeah, yeah, man, I got you. That's so funny that you're hearing about this from other people because, like, it never even like registered with me. Right. Because that, that's the thing, like people, people will go throughout the halls and like, uh, the thing that why they did it was because I started releasing music really, really early on into my development as an artist. So as we know, your first couple releases, your first album, your first couple songs, they're not going to be very good. Right. (laughs) Like, I didn't know anything. I had like no musical training, never written a song before. And I was like, you know what? We're just going to put it out there. And I put it out there. And as a little like eighth grader who is like, okay, I'm going to be vulnerable with people and put myself out there. And it's not going to be that great. People were just like, oh, uh, this guy kind of makes shitty music. And like, I would, I had this song, uh, Phone Calls. It was my second song that I ever released. And I tried singing on it. And again, no singing training, like at all. So people would make fun of me for like my bad singing on that song. It, it went, uh, cause girl, you're my lifeline. And they would kind of, well, obviously like this is, that's much better than it was like on the actual thing. But they would say, like just quoted at me. And then I had a song called Supreme that um, that carried over into like a lot of stuff. And people, I just on the song, I was like, 
just shouting like supreme like during the chorus and people would go up to me in like the um in the hallways and stuff and just go like supreme just like in the hallways like to kind of like poke fun at me supreme um yeah that's kind of like was there any like vivid moments you remember like where like you just felt kind of like damn why are they not supporting me like it felt like you if you felt kind of crushed you felt like kind of hopeless with it because of people picking on you was it like a moment you remember um yeah there was um like i think the biggest thing that just like hurt kind of bad i ended up sorting it out but uh it was the first single that i did after my first mixtape that one's still out. I obviously like remixed it and re-recorded, but it was called How Dare You. Um, and uh, I was going to make a genius page of it. It was going to be like my first lyrics on genius. And some kid in my ninth grade chemistry class goes, um, oh, hey, uh, Rico, I didn't know your songs were on genius. And I was like, wait, what? Somebody... Put my songs on Genius. Oh, that's awesome! And so I go on Genius and I look up the song, um, and the lyrics are still, still like this to this day. I can't change it for some reason. All of the lyrics are wrong, and this guy put like mad, like hate, like comments on like the annotations. Wait, it's still up. It's still okay, up. I got, yeah. I, you gotta say. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna put it on the video. Okay. Hey, I'll say. I'll send it to do you. you I, do you remember anything specifically that I said? Uh, yeah. Like I said, like I remember I was talking about like ex girlfriends and stuff, and I said like next one in like in terms of like I'm talking about the next girlfriend, but it was still part of the first verse. And the guy put here, Rico forgot. Uh, he put something like here. Rico is stupid enough to forget that he's going on to the second verse. So what? he just says that he's going on to the second verse. This is like evil Fantano. <laughs> yeah, low, low key. Low key. And it was so funny because like I looked on the guy's page and he was like doing annotations on like fucking like Roblox parodies and stuff. And it was just, it was just such a weird situation. That's, so. that's a, such a creative way to hate on somebody. <laughs> Dude, for me, I don't know if I told yeah. you this, but one of my single trade-off, one of my first songs, someone made yeah, a channel yeah. called Rohan Sucks. Just I do to, remember just that. To make a, I wish I, I, I was searching for like an hour just to find the screenshot of the comment, but I don't have it. And I'm like so mm-hmm. pissed off. But like the fact that you have this, this page, that, that is crazy. So, I mean, obviously you're laughing about it now, but in the moment, how did you feel? I mean, in the moment, like I felt really... Um, I felt really hurt and angry about it because, um, again, this is me putting myself out there and I was kind of robbed of the opportunity to put my first song on Genius like that. Because I was, I was going to do it and I was going to show people. I was going to be like, hey, my song's on Genius because I didn't know that you could just like put it on there yourself at the time. Um, and that was, that was a big deal for me. And that was taken away from me. I couldn't fix it or anything. And I, I just was really upset with this guy. Like, I was like, who is this guy who's trying to hurt me in this way? Why is he doing this? Like, there's no reason to be doing this. 
Do you, did you yeah. ever find the reason he did it? Or like, do you have a, do you think you have a reason? No, I mean, I think he was just being like, I think he was just hating on me because I was doing something, you know? Like, I'd never really heard from that kid again after that. Like, I, um, I, I might have not handled that situation in the best way. I kind of handled it in a good way and not in a good way at the same time. Explain, explain. Um, Give me so, the tea. So here's what I did afterwards. Um, the next day, uh, I went to the principal's office. I'm, I'm a ninth grader, right? What am, what, what am I going to do, right? So I went to the principal's office. Um, and I told the principal, I'm like, hey, uh, this kid is cyberbullying. Mm-hmm. And they said... How uh, dare you? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, no, sorry, sorry, keep going. <laughs> you good? Uh, they said, "Oh, is this thing like in like out in the public?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Okay, we'll we're gonna call him in. Like, we'll we'll see like what we can do." So then face I left to face the- with a hater. Let's go. Yeah. So then I let get this. I left the principal's office, and he was right outside of the principal's office, like doing something. Like, I want to say like 20 feet away. I walk up to him. You have to have said, how dare you? You, you I, have to. I low key, I think I did. No, are, you, are you serious? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm dead serious. You stuck a pun in, in the, in the mm, that's the way to yeah, go. I, I looked at him, I looked at him, I said, I said, how dare you? What? <laughs> well, I go up to him. I go up to, this is the part where I'm okay. like, I'm like kind of like a little bit the villain in this story, but like not really. So I go up to him. I grab his shirt collar and I pick him up by his shirt and I look at him and I don't remember what I said. But I look at him and I say, this is why you don't fuck with me. And then I put him down and I just left. What? <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I picked this guy up because I was so I was so upset, bro. You have hidden strength to rise <laughs> like that. What were you, high schooler? Yeah, Pulling I was a, a ninth Mjolnir like Thor move right here, rising <laughs> him up like the hammer. It's fucking, it's it's fucking like I'm like I'm worthy. Just, Rapper turned WWE star. Like, what are we doing here? Don't mess with Rico. He's got Jekyll. He's got Hyde. Don't do it. That was <laughs> that was that was the first instance. Oh my god, um, bro, bro, <laughs> that, that's a way to handle it for sure. But but yeah, so I did that, and then he um he came into the fucking he came into chem class the next day, and he was he was like crying. So I'm like, oh, this guy just came back from the principal's office because they just they just brought him in. The day after that. The uh, most of the I don't know if all of them are changed by now, but most of the annotations on that thing on that genius page say redacted, um, and then he did he changed chem classes. Ah, whoa, <laughs> whoa! Why do I not know this? I've known <laughs> you for years. Why do I not know this? This is so funny because I knew you when this happened. I don't know why I didn't tell you. <laughs> Bro, I didn't know you had the dog in you. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay, so that guy, that guy's not gonna mess with you again. Yeah, that guy. Okay, no, so long gone. how okay. 
there's two paths you could have taken. And and you actually yeah. kind of chose a third path because you you grabbed the man and you you showed him physical dominance. But uh what, what I was gonna bring up is there's two main paths you can take with this. There's ah, I'm gonna keep going. They don't know what I'm talking about, or a path I think more people take when someone hates on what they do, which is, man, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm not meant for this. Yeah. How did you choose the path of continuing and why? So I always choose the path of continuum, as you put it, because I know that the thing that keeps me going is that I can improve. I always have just harped on just improvement constantly in whatever artistic field that I'm doing. And I know that maybe if I'm not there at the moment and someone is criticizing me saying that I'm not really all that, all I know what to do after that is do better and work in order to do better. So then maybe they'll say, hey, I remember when that guy wasn't good. Now, now he's like, he's like leveled up a little bit. And I'm like, damn right. I remember when you was, when you was hating on me, mm. when you didn't think I was all that. Mm. And now, now you're saying that I'm that guy. Like the same thing happened with the guy that put my lyrics page on genius like that. Um, that was freshman year of high school, senior year of high school. Um, I dropped My Climb, which is my biggest song to date. And it was at, right at the end of the year. Exactly. They can't, stop, they, they can't stop my climb. It's, it's, they you can't were climbing, stop my climb. and they was hating because you weren't up top, but you kept climbing. And now you're, climbing. Climbing. Now you're on top of the mountain, but there's more to go. And I, I felt like I was on top in this moment because in front of the whole high school at the end of the year, I got on a stage at a pep rally and they let me sing my climb. They let me sing the whole song and everyone came up to me afterwards. It's like my final couple days of high school. And they said, Hey Johnny, that was really good, man. That was, that was a really good song. You did a really good job. Like I can, like I can see where, how far you've come in terms of Supreme and like all that, you know? So these same people and the same guy, like that guy said something too. And these same people that used to be on me that I was so angry at and they used to upset me so much, they could see it. They could see the improvement. And that's all that I'm looking for. I'm always looking for people to be able to see that I've improved and keep improving from there. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I really admire about you. And, and not only that, but one thing that is even like more interesting about you specifically is if someone tells you to quit, you not only don't stop, but you do something that's the extra mile, which is, you know, you came into this game as a rapper. You had many interests. You've been a basketball player, a great basketball player. You've done acting. Um, you've done script writing. But now, like from a rapper, you did, you became all these other things as well. Like now you're venturing into short film creation. Um, I'm not going to leak too much. You're venturing into singing, which you've done a lot with your r records. But the point is 
you're not only sticking in this zone that you're good at, but you're expanding. You're like, how can I do more? How can I do this? How can I do that? And that takes a whole nother level of confidence in comparison to just sticking with the same thing. So what get, how did you do that? Like why, why do you have this urge to branch out and how do you get that confidence to be like, Hey, let's do this. Let's do something more. Let's try again. Let's dream as big as we can. Yeah. I mean, it's really just all the creative desire and drive, right? Like if my, um, if my major in college wasn't going to be like acting or music, I would try to make it multimedia art because I think that that is truly the purest form of artistic expression when you can just go into something, um, learn just even a little bit about it and be like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try to make this and I'm going to try to make it as good as I can. And if I can't, and if I, as good as I can is not great from like an objective standpoint, then I'm going to do it again and I'm going to make it better. Um, Cause like really with me, I have the, I have the um, desire to express myself in all these different ways just because there's so many, there's so, so many like little tiny details of each way that make it easier to express different emotions. Like for me, acting is a little bit more um, cathartic in the sense that I'm trying to be in the moment as a character and I'm trying to personify them and feel their emotions where music it's more, um, I'm trying to tell something to an audience and I'm trying to, um, in a sense, motivate them or inspire them or feel with them. It's more of a direct exchange of emotions from me to a listener. Um, so I feel like just all those different ways and how they can all come together, how they all help me as an artist just keeps motivating me to um, continually pursue them um, because they're so self-gratifying for me that even if nobody appreciated a performance or if one person listened to my music, at the very least, I still feel um, validated and satisfied by the creation process of the art. Do you think that's what gets you that like self-belief to be able to like think, yeah, I can do this. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm competent enough to do this. Or do you think it's something else? I think that it's hard sometimes when let's, because there's moments where it's just you, right? There's moments where it's just you believing. There's moments where um, people aren't really listening to your song that much, or you're just have, three auditions that you just did bad on and you didn't get the part in a row. Um, and sometimes that, that self-doubt creeps in. It's like, am I really as good as I think I am at this thing? But then you just keep making it and you really feel that you're meant to do this, whatever it may be, whether it's filmmaking, music, visual art, or podcasting. Mm. Uh, you just really feel that you're meant to do this and you just keep putting stuff out and then eventually people are going to start feeling it. You're going to 
have an audience. Like I really, uh, I, like I just put out a new EP. Uh, it's called Polaroids. Mm. Polaroids, um, Polaroids. Polaroids, please stream it. It's four songs, quick listen. Um, he tried a different but, language because he's that different. Yeah. <laughs> Can't box him in. Hablo Espanol. Um, but anyways, so I put out this uh, Little EP Polaroids, which was um, just a couple extra songs that I had that I wanted to put on the deluxe of my latest album. Um, and a couple songs that I had laying around there. Um, and I was really starting to doubt when I was like in the process of creating it, how musically gifted I was, because I felt like people weren't really vibing with my stuff. But since I've put that out, like I'm having like the most amount of listeners and audience and people telling me stuff that I have in a really long time. Um, and that's just as a result of putting yourself out there, making more stuff. And I feel like I'm just solid Teflon right now, just because, um, just because I'm getting it. I'm doing a lot of output right now and I'm working on a lot of stuff behind the scenes right now. So when it all just like comes out, it's going to be even bigger than it is. I feel like that output and just working on stuff every day is very even bigger than is what? Sorry, it cut out for a bit. Um, stuff that's just like even bigger than what it is right now. So I feel like that creative output and just doing stuff every day is just so important in feeling validated as a creator and uh, continuing to believe in yourself and pursue your craft. Mm. Mm. So how about let's talk to let's talk to someone you haven't talked to in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the old Rico. The Rico yeah. who started with Supreme, the Rico who started with all these things, had a dream, had people hating on him. If you could tell one thing to that person right now, one piece of advice, or, what, or one statement, doesn't have to be a piece of advice, what would you tell that Rico? I tell the one who got that genius page, the one who got that hate, the one who got the yeah. kids at the bus laughing at him. I'd tell him. I'd tell him that I put my entire life on what he's about to do. There we go. There we go. You put your entire life on what he's about to do. He's about to do. Whatever he's about to do, I put my life on. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an episode with Rico, the man, the myth, the legend, the one you cannot box in. He, people gave him L's. People told him he couldn't do it. He not only did it, but he did it in multiple ways. You said you think he can't do something? That is his excuse to do it. Where you see failure, he sees opportunity. This is Rico. Thank you for coming to the show, Rico. Thank you, Ro. Pleasure to be here. Glad to be here. Woo!